With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You know very well who you are. Don't let them hold you down. Free for the sun. You had a goal, but not that many. Cause you're the only one I'll give you good Okay, here we go. <laughs> you know, I got to pick up right where I left off. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the show tonight. This is your girl, TJ, with LL Sports 2 with TJ. Well, we are a sports show for everyone, but we do cater to the novice female sports fan because we are trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right. Coming to you, like I said, Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There are several ways that you can tune in, join the show. One, pick up your telephone. That is the old-fashioned, old-school way. Dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, that is the number 2, or you can catch me live and in living color on Facebook Live. I cover all the bases, okay? If you want to talk to me, pick up the phone, you can call me. If you want to chat, you can get into that chat room and type away, or if you want to look at me and talk to me and, you know, say what you got to say, Facebook Live, okay? Hey, do I have it covered? If I don't, then tell me what I need to do and I'll work on it for you. <laughs> But I'm so happy to be back. I miss y'all. Yes, it's been a couple weeks, but we're back. We are back live and in full effect, all right? So let's go ahead. Uh, We will – let me go ahead and get to the rundown here. Oh, you already know. What's going on in the news? We are going to talk about it. Of course, a recap of week 13. Yes, I said it, week 13. We only have four more weeks left of the NFL season. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. You know, your girl is, is getting a little sad here, because especially since her team is definitely not going to be playing past January. So I just go ahead and relax for late release and face the facts. But, uh, you know, it is what it is, another year in the books where we will not be advancing. Say it ain't so. It ain't so. Okay. <laughs> But yes, but you know, we'll do the recap of week 13. Of course, the storyline um, that is in the news that still just seems to 
find its way in the news. Domestic violence hitting back to back. The, of course, my 49ers and now the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, one Reuben Foster and one Kareem Hunt. We will be um, hearing from Kareem Hunt because he did an interview with Lisa Salters on um, ESPN's uh, Sunday Countdown. So I have uh, some audio from that interview and then also some audio from Damian Woody. Uh, he is an he is a uh, ESPN. Uh, he's on First Take, of course, NFL um, Countdown, NFL Live, a lot of shows on ESPN. But um, he gave a very good take. I wanted to, uh, again, play the audio uh, from a show on Monday um, from First Take. So we'll be uh, listening to that. Of course, uh, who will be in the playoffs? I want to hear your thoughts. You know, will the Cowboys, will, are the Cowboys going to the playoffs, or will they find a way to just derail themselves like they always do. All right, who is going to win the NFC West? We are going to talk about it. So still only one team has claimed their spot in the uh, the 2018 playoffs, so we'll talk about that. But other than that, the NFL uh, playoff picture for 2018 is wide open. College football playoff picture is set. We will talk about that. Of course, NBA, NFL uh, news and notes, Wednesday Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment, and oh so much more. So without further ado, let's see real quick. Uh, one thing I want to talk about they did have uh, the funeral service. Uh, he has not been um, laid to rest yet, but they did have funeral service for our 41st president, one Mr. President George Herbert Walker Bush. If that is not a full-fledged, full-fledged Texas name, I don't know what he is. <laughs> but, yes, the 41st president, um, we know that uh, George Bush, President Bush um, passed away on Friday, and so they had uh, a service for him today at the nation's capital. Um, his body has now been flown back to uh, College Station, Texas, where he will um, he will lie in repose, and then they will have a private ceremony for him tomorrow, uh, and then he will be uh, laid to rest next to his wife, Barbara, and um, his daughter, Robin, who passed away uh, at the age of, was it? three years old, um, uh, died from leukemia. So, again, let's just make sure that we do keep uh, the Bush family, you know, in our prayers. Whatever your political party, whatever your thoughts on politics, uh, you know, so be it. But at the end of the day, this is a son, um, sons, you know, and daughter-in-laws who um, have buried their loved ones. So rest in peace, President Bush. All right, so let's get to it. Let's talk about some sports. NFL recap week 13. It kicked off with a doozy. The Saints fell to the Cowboys. Who saw that coming? The Dallas Cowboys did, obviously. 10 to 13, the Cowboys held the Saints, the one of the most high-powered offenses in the league today, held them to 10 points. Drew Brees, he was, I don't know who that was that showed up in the Saints uniform, but I don't think it was the Saints. None of them. Breeze, Kamara, Ingram, Thomas, uh, the defense. I don't know who that was, but uh, they showed up and they scored 10 points. <laughs> but Breeze, he was only 18 of 28 for 127 yards. He had one touchdown, one interception. But Dak Prescott, 24 of 28, 248 yards and a touchdown. But, again, what, what I think was on display is what – the. 
I don't want to say inconsistency on this side of the ball because I do believe that the Cowboys have had a high-powered defense the entire season, but it's just that they haven't been able to put together a complete game. Um, offense, defense, and special teams. But that is what they did on Thursday night because the Cowboys, they came out from the kickoff until 60 minutes. The fat lady was not going to sing, did not attempt to sing. She didn't even clear her throat, okay, because the Cowboys were on a mission to show and prove with the whole world watching, listen, we are contenders. So shout out to the Cowboys. Not, I'll never give them praise, but they won the game. That's as far as it'll go. The Colts, they fell to the Jaguars. As I always say, whenever I don't whenever I don't root for the Jaguars, that's when they show up. Say it ain't so. Yeah, it is. So anyway, the Jaguars, they beat the Colts six to nothing. It was an ugly game, don't get me wrong. But they did pull out the win. The Panthers fell to the Buccaneers. What is going on in the NFC South? I, the Panthers, they had uh what was it? They were up I think it was like 6-2, and now they have won, uh, I'm sorry, have lost four straight. So they are even out of the wild card race right now. So what are the Panthers going to do? They do not have a lot of time to get it fixed. We are now finally in the fourth quarter of the football season. But the Buccaneers, talk about inconsistency at its best. Jerome Boogeyman Davis, you must have known I was getting ready to talk about your bucks. Welcome to the show. Sammy, tell us, I see you in the house. Mr. Liggins. Shout out to William Liggins in the house tuning in on Facebook. But the Buccaneers, talk about inconsistency at its best. You don't know which team is going to show up. You don't know which quarterback is going to lead the team. But two weeks in a row, they have managed to make it work for them. But, yeah, the Panthers, they fell to the Bucks 17-24. to Newton was 28-41. to He had 300 yards, two touchdowns, but check it. Four interceptions. Not too much you're going to be able to do on the winning side with four interceptions. The Browns, they fell to the Texans, 13-29. to Texans are on a roll. What are they? With a seven, eight-game winning streak now, they uh, lost their first three. Didn't know what team we were going to see. Um, Jerome Boogeyman says he was at that game. Yeah, I saw the pictures. Mr. Boogeyman in the house representing but um, yeah, for the for the Texans though, like I said, not looking good starting off the season. We know that Deshaun Watson was you know coming off of that injury. Uh, also, J.J. Watt, um, he was coming off of his injury. So you know you know you do have to get back into playing mode. You do have to you know stop worrying and probably wondering if you're coming off of an injury. And is my body going to hold up? Am I back to you know full season form? But the Texans are showing and prove that, yes, they are ready to uh, make some noise in, in these playoffs. But, again, they beat the Browns 29-13. to Happy to see that because Baker Mayfield, as exciting as he may be, uh, he, rubbed me a wrong, he rubbed me the wrong way a little bit with that comment he made to one um, Hugh, uh, you know, Hugh Jackson, for former, former coach of the uh, Cleveland Browns. So I was happy to see them fall. What is going on in Green Bay? Well, we will soon find out, but on last Sunday, they fell to the Cardinals. Yes, nobody seems to be able to um, beat the Cardinals but us, the 49ers. (laughs) 
That hurts my heart. It really does. But anyway, so the Cardinals, yes, they beat the Packers 20-17. to It was on a last-minute field goal. You know, the Packers, they should have tied it up, but they didn't. And for the Green Bay Packers, that was their first home loss since week nine of 2016. Rodgers, he was 31 of 50, 233 yards, one touchdown. But for Arizona, Rosen, 11 of 26. He only had 149 yards. Uh, for Edmonds, though, he rushed for five Rushed five times, 53 yards, two touchdowns. But, again, Cardinals over the Packers 20-17. to So not only did the Packers lose the game, but they also lost their coach. Yes, promptly after the game, Mike McCarthy, gone, in the words of NSYNC. Uh, let's see, moving on. The Bills, they fell to the Dolphins 17-21. to The Broncos, they beat the Bengals 24-10, to but they may have lost a little bit more. We already know that they traded away um, one of their premier wide receivers, um, who is now with the, the rising Texans, um, Demarius Thomas. I'm sorry, Demarius Thomas. Um, so he is not with the Broncos anymore. And it looks like they have lost their number one receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, went down and practiced with a torn Achilles. So Broncos looked like they were trying to, you know, pick up some steam, make some noise. They had just beat the Steelers last week, beat the Bengals this week. They have the 49ers. You know, they're playing the 49ers. Um, you know, this coming Sunday, hey, let's be real. I, I don't see the uh, – let's buy a miracle. Anything's possible any given Sunday. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's not possible. But, you know, the Broncos looked like they were set to kind of make a – go on a roll here, uh, trying to get one of those wild card spots. But they um, have lost their wide receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, for the year with the torn Achilles. But they do have that, that powerhouse, Lindsey running the ball. Uh, he was 19 rushes, 157 yards, and two touchdowns in the win over the Bengals. The Rams, they keep on rolling. Uh, 30, uh, they beat the Lions 30-16. to 16. Goff 17-33, 207 yards, a touchdown, and an interception for the Lions. Stafford, he was 20-33, 245 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. I will be bringing the ladies in the ladies of LL Sports. We're going to do a recap. We'll go uh, jump into a quick break, and then the ladies of LL Sports 2 will be joining me here shortly. So don't move a muscle, all right? But I do got to give a shout out to everybody who is tuned in. Denise Green in the house. That's my mommy. Frederick, I see you in here tuning in. As I said, Jerome Boogeyman Davis said he was at that Tampa Bay Bucks game. Is that why y'all pulled it off? Is that how they did the win, Jerome? No names in the secondary picked them off. This is true. You know, I, I just I don't know what's going on with Cam, but they are picking the wrong time to, you know, to be taking a back seat. The Texans are very dangerous. Yes, they are. That is in the words of Jerome Boogerman. Hey, Lou, I see you. Frederick says, hey, went to the Tampa game. That stupid Foster had to throw off the game plan. Well, now this is – we're talking about uh, this week. The, the, the Tampa Bay Bucks beat the Carolina Panthers, so – we already know what happened with Ruben Foster, but we will definitely get into it. You already know. Aaron Rodgers ain't the same. He's hurt, and he's the blame. He is hurt. I uh, can't – I mean, I don't know how long we're going to be able to blame, you know, his woes on being hurt, but a lot of people were talking, um, you know, the pundits and, and analysts today were talking about the fact that Mike McCarthy may have gotten fired because Aaron Rodgers was pulling audibles a lot um, at the line of scrimmage. And uh, I think it was Stephen A. Smith, you know, he made the he made a good point. It was like, okay, well, if Aaron Rodgers, if he's pulling audibles 
and basically he's saying that the the calls that Mike McCarthy are calling in, they're not what they should be doing. So Aaron Rodgers is, is calling audibles to change the Well, obviously those audibles aren't working. So Aaron Rodgers, you may think that you know better, but sure, whatever it is, the plans or the schemes that you're trying to run, they're not being successful because you've only won four games. So how can you blame the coach? You know, yes, it may be that, that Rodgers has lost faith in the coach or lost faith in the scheme, lost faith in the plan, but obviously what he's thinking is not working either. So you can't really put all of that on the coach. I thought that was a good point that was made. All right, Karen Smith in the house, my auntie. Frederick says, uh, why the Redskins didn't hire Cap? Come on. And why are they trying to put it out in the news that they even remotely thought about trying to hire Cap? Come on, Washington. Who do you think we are? We are not Boo Boo the Fool. All right, let's go. So go ahead and get back to the recap of Week 13. Bears fell to the Giants in overtime. Bears 27, Giants 30. Man, uh, is this going to come back to bite the Bears? We will definitely talk about that because you know the Vikings. They are trying to to come up for that for that number one spot. You know the number one seeds in every division. They automatically go to the playoffs. So the Bears, they're picking the wrong time. You know, uh, the Giants, you know, they've been playing good ball as of late, but let's just be real, the, the Bears do have a better team than the New York Giants, football Giants at this time. So it's like those are the, those trap games. You can't get caught up in the trap and, and fall. But, again, Bears fell to the Giants 30-27. Uh, to 27. A lot of people were questioning the effort of Odell Beckham Jr. when it came to the, to the onside kick. And let's just keep it real in so many words. Odell Beckham Jr. said, I'm not going down. I'm not ending my season on, a, on an injury if I can help it. So he was not going to do anything more than what he needed to do, and all he needed to do was act like he was going for the ball, <laughs> which is what he did. Vikings, they fell to the Patriots. Oh, well, we really surprised. Vikings 10, Patriots 24. Tom Brady found a way to, to pull this one out. But, again, we're in the fourth quarter of the season. How many more uh, tricks does he have up his sleeve? All right. Jets, they fell to the Titans 22-26. The Chiefs, they did beat the Raiders, but they were without one Kareem Hunt. So now we will have to see what the new-look Kansas City Chiefs look like going forward. And it's not an easy it's, you know, it's not easy selling for the Chiefs. And you know who are on their heels? I'm going to talk about it here in about a minute. But, again, Chiefs beat the Raiders 40-33 to for Patrick Mahomes. He now is the third quarterback with 40-plus pass touchdowns in 12 games. He now joins Peyton Manning and Tom Brady, and Mahomes is now sitting at number 41 with 41 pass touchdowns through 12 games. He just continues to do the doggone thing. However, he did um, use his legs a little bit more this past Sunday uh, for Mahomes. He was 23 of 38, 294 yards, four touchdowns, but he also had nine rushes for 52 yards. And as I just mentioned it, who is uh, just climbing at the heels of the Kansas City Chiefs? They are the one, the only Los Angeles Chargers who took care of business on Sunday night football, beating the Steelers 33-30. to Two last-minute um, offsides penalties by the, by the Steelers. One offside penalty negated a missed 39-yard field goal. The second uh, offside penalty negated a blocked field goal. And third time was the charm. They were offsides then as well, but the Chargers, they declined the penalty and went ahead and took the three points and took the win in uh, Heinz Field in Pittsburgh, Sunday Night Football, what a game. If you missed it, you missed a doozy. Uh, they have been 
replaying it on NFL Network. But, man, the Chargers are for real. Good evening, Michael A. Hall. I see you there in the house. Holly Lloyd in the house. Randy Kim Street. Jack Britton. I see you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Make sure to hit me up on the timeline. I want to hear your thoughts. Jerome Boogeyman, the Broncos can get Benjamin since he got released. This is true. This is true. And it also, but you know, it makes you wonder why did they why did they let Kevin Kelvin Benjamin go? Um, but you know, what works in one um, city for one team does not necessarily work, you know, in um, another on another team in another scheme. And it looks like Kelvin Benjamin just wasn't what the Buffalo Bills needed or wanted, obviously. <laughs> so we shall see how long Kelvin Benjamin stays on the market. Um, we're going to get to that in some NFL news and notes here. But again, the Chargers beating the Steelers 30 to 33 to 30. So again. Steelers, they've already lost to the Denver Broncos. Now they fall to the Chargers. You know, they were on the road with the Broncos at home. Steelers are, are generally, um, you know, pretty tough to beat at home. But it seems like the Steelers are suffering from the same disease that my 49ers have been suffering from this whole season. Uh, can't finish this, 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 this. Yes, that's six misses on there. Yes, they cannot seem to, to, they cannot seem to finish games. And, again, this is not the this is the wrong time to be going backwards. Um, also, not only did the Steelers lose the game, but they also lost um, their running back. So, um, Connor James Connor, he will not be in the lineup when the Steelers face the Raiders this coming Sunday. But good news is is that they have not lost him for the season. So we'll just have to see. But in remarks from Coach Mike Tomlin earlier today, he did state that the injury is a little bit worse than they were um, expecting or what they anticipated. So, again, no James Conner for the Steelers going into Sunday's matchup with the the Raiders. And we also know who will not be suiting up for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. No, Le'Veon Bell. All right, just lost my screen here. Hold on, y'all. Got to get the studio back up. Here we go. But, again, so, you know, injuries always seem to plague teams, especially, you know, nowadays nobody's going, you know, into the fourth quarter of the season 100% healthy, but you can't you can't lose your workhorse. So we'll have to see, you know, how, how will this affect the Steelers. Um, they have not been utilizing their run game maybe as much as they would be if they had Le'Veon Bell in. does look like, you know, Big Ben just seems to be just throwing the rock. You know, he had that interview a couple of weeks ago where he said that he doesn't mind interceptions. You know, he's going to throw the ball. He's going to try to get the ball downfield. Well, if you're getting the ball to the other team, Big Ben, you may want to reassess that, you know, that that vision, okay? But you may have to revert back to that vision now with James Conner uh, being out of the lineup. So we'll see. If nothing else, it's going to make for an, an exciting uh, rest of the rest of the season these past you know these next four weeks, but I'm not too sad. I'm not too you know shook up or, or uh, you know feeling bad for the Steelers because hey if they don't make the playoffs and that means they can't get number seven. Hello, here we go. <laughs> but for the Chargers, they did outscore the Steelers 26 to seven in the second half, and they have now won eight of their last nine games. Monday Night Football, the Redskins fell to the Eagles, 13-28. to Eagles seem to be picking up steam here in the fourth quarter of the season, so we'll have to see if they make a push uh, with the Dallas Cowboys to take over, you know, that NFC East um, number one spot for Wentz. He was 27-39, of 39, 306 yards, two touchdowns, an interception. For Washington, they have been bit by the 
by the um, injury bug once again. We already know that they lost Alex Smith to a broken leg. Well, now they have lost Colt McCoy. Yes, he went down with a leg injury as well, and so he is out for the remainder of the season. So they did pick up uh, Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez, a.k.a. Uh, Butt Fumble, but um, it looks like they have now um, picked up journeyman Josh Johnson to back up Sanchez. And I don't know if it was for, you know, uh, kicks and giggles. I don't know if it's to try to do damage control for the blunder that they've done with Ruben Foster. But the coach, um, he had, he felt the need to get on national, you know, go. it was through a radio show. And he commenced to saying that they looked into Kaepernick. You know, Colin Kaepernick was a thought, but, you know, with only four games left, they didn't want to have to bring in anybody that was not familiar with the schemes, that was not familiar with, you know, the, the um, I guess the terminology of, um, of Coach Gruden, whatever. Okay, we know good and well you did not. Did you call Kaepernick? Did he? Did you make an appointment for him to come into the facility to throw for you, to run for you? No, you did not. So I bet if you talk to Colin Kaepernick, he'd say his phone did not get a phone call from the Washington, D.C. area. So why are you trying to blow smoke up the people's, you know what, booty? Okay. <laughs> Let's just call it what it is. Washington, go sit down. All right. That's all I have to say for that. For our teams, let's go ahead and get into it. The Ravens took care of business when they came to the Dirty South this past Sunday, beating the Falcons 26-16. to Lamar Jackson seems to have the Ravens, Ravens moving in the right direction. So um, Pittsburgh Steelers really, you know, they're kind of like the Chiefs. You know, they have somebody just chomping at the bit, trying to get, you know, trying to take that number one spot. And the Ravens are, are, are making some noise. But Jackson, he was 12 of 21, only 125 yards, but he also had 17 rushes for 75 yards and a touchdown. Matty Ice, 16 of 26, 131 yards and a touchdown. But Atlanta just moving in the wrong direction. And rounding out uh, Sunday's um, matchups, my 49ers just got demolished by the Seahawks. Yes, 16 to 43. Richard Sherman returned back to the Pacific North, uh, what is it, Northeast, North, whatever it is. He returned to Seattle. How about that? And that homecoming was not welcoming. Okay, Bobby Wagner, he did the doggone thing. Let's just call it what it was. They embarrassed uh, Sherman, Mullins the whole kit and caboodle. Okay. But again, Seahawks just dominated from 49ers, 43 to 16. And as much as I hate to admit it, at the beginning of the season, really thought that this was going to be the year for the, uh, you know, former 49ers because the Super Bowl was here in Atlanta. We always seem to play well here in Atlanta and the Dome. doesn't matter if it's the Mercedes-Benz Dome, the Porsche Dome, you know, the Kia Dome. It doesn't matter. We usually play good here in Atlanta. So I was feeling good at the beginning of the year. But now, looks like the 49ers, Looks like the Falcons. We do we we can probably say that they will not be playing in the Mercedes Benz Dome and it looks like the Seahawks are are making an effort. They are right now currently holding down that sixth wild card spot. No, the fifth, I'm sorry, wild card spot. So they've even moved up one. So they're not playing around. Let's just say that. So will they do it? We don't know. Only time will tell. But they got a better chance than the forty ers and then and the Falcons. So that's it, though, Aunt Lou. That's all the, the praise and honor and, you know, uh, good thoughts, good sayings that you're going to get from me tonight. All right. <laughs> 
All right, so so with that, we are going to go ahead. Uh, well, real quick, let me go ahead and, and go over the NFL notes. As I just mentioned um, earlier in talking about the recap, the Packers, they have fired um, head coach Mike McCarthy following the loss to the Cardinals. Joe Philbin has now been named the interim head coach for the Packers. Um, and we also know that, um, let's see, the Rams, they have now clinched the NFC West for the second consecutive year with their win at the Lions. They are the only team to have clinched a playoff berth in the 2018 playoffs. Uh, as I also mentioned for the Broncos, wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, he has suffered a torn Achilles. Um, that was suffered at practice today. So now he is out for the remainder of the season, along with the, the Giants' safety, Landon Collins. He has now been placed on IR. He needs season-ending shoulder surgery. So bad news there for the Giants. Well, the Giants weren't going to do anything anyway. Um, as I mentioned also for Washington, the team signed quarterback Josh. Josh Johnson to be their backup to quarterback Mark Sanchez. And they also placed three other players on IR. And the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, they have released wide receivers Kelvin Benjamin and Andre Holmes. All right. So with that, I tell you what, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, we will be hearing from one Kareem Hunt. As I mentioned, he did a uh, he did an interview with Lisa Salters for uh, Sunday NFL Countdown on ESPN, so I have some audio from that. And then we're going to hear from Damian Woody. He was speaking on a first take, and I just want to um, just sh- share some audio with you of his thoughts on one Kelvin Benjamin. And then he brought up a really good, I thought, point, question, something to think about with how the NFL is handling this situation versus, um, or I should say the emphasis that they put on this situation versus another. And, of course, the ladies will be joining the show after we hear from the audio. All right? So you already know another jam-packed show for you. Why? How? Because that's what we do here on LL Sports 2. So we'll be right back after the break. This is your girl, TJ, LL Sports 2.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Honestly, I just want to let the world know, you know, how sorry I am for my actions. And, you know, it's been a tough time for me. And I'm extremely embarrassed because of that video. To be exact, it don't really matter what happened. I was in the wrong. I could have, you know, took responsibility and, you know, made the right decision to, you know, find a way to de-escalate the whole situation. That person in that video did not deserve that. I didn't mean to hurt anybody or any anything like that. I feel like I let a lot of people down and I just really want to, you know, apologize to everybody, the Chiefs organization, the, my family and close friends. I'm not the type of person to, you know, ever even think about putting my hands on anyone, a woman, a girl, it doesn't matter. I just want everybody to, you know, forgive me and I know it's going to be hard. I, I made a bad choice and I'm not going to let this bring me down. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. that is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. And that was Kareem Hunt speaking to Lisa Salters on an uh, interview that aired on Sunday, NFL uh, Countdown, just saying, you know, that that wasn't him. Uh, you know, he was raised right. Well, who was it then? Okay, because the show looked like you in the video. But uh, this is a, a very serious matter, so it makes you want to, um, you know, take everything seriously. And so, that, again, that was Kareem Hunt speaking uh, to Lisa Salters. And so now I want you to hear from Damian Woody. He is an uh, ESPN NFL analyst. Uh, he was on first take on Monday and just listened to his comments regarding Kareem Hunt and then just uh, something that uh, he says that how the NFL responded to this situation um, versus another. Let's take a listen. I didn't take too much stock into the interview, to be quite honest with you, because for me, my question is, are you, are you sorry? Are you sorry because the video dropped? You know, because you had ample opportunity since February to really come clean on this matter. And, uh, you know, you know, I just I just I'm just really disappointed because, you know, from Kareem Hunt's perspective, he's a young man and he had a, you got to walk away from these type of situations. I mean, how many times have we seen these situations with, with, with these guys? You're the one that has everything to lose, not anyone else, not your boys. Not the other, not the other party. You have, you're the only one that has everything to lose, and these guys in that moment of truth, they just lose it. They they they, they lose it in that particular situation, and here it is now. You're sitting unemployed because of one because of one mistake in that one in that one moment. But I also like to point out from the league's perspective because I feel like the league completely dropped the ball on this on this particular situation. You come in, now you say you, you, you have this investigation, right? Okay? First of all, I feel like the league put more, put more energy into a def, uh, def, deflated balls than, than this particular situation right here. But that's, a, that's another talk for another day. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. That was a powerful statement there. Now you are sitting here unemployed. And with that on that note, we are going to go ahead and bring in the ladies of the awesome foursome. Aunt Lou, Janelle, and Terry are joining the show now. Ladies, welcome. 
Hello. Good evening, ladies. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, people, it's too long. It's been too long. I know. Be gone yeah. that long. Do you hear me, TJ? Can I get a... Can I get some type of agreement from you other two ladies? It's been too long. Yes, yes, it has. It's it really has. Been I gone missed you, ladies, so much. <laughs> but we are back now, and we are going to jump right into it real quick. Shout out to Yvonne for tuning in, and my aunt Lena. Thank you, each and every one of you, for tuning into the show tonight. So, ladies, we did uh, uh, just hear from Kareem Hunt first, and then I wanted to play the audio from. Damian Woody. So we'll just go around uh, the table here, and I want to hear your thoughts. Uh, we can talk about, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt. We just heard from him, but if you want to talk about Ruben Foster, you know, we can get into that because basically it's the same uh, situation. Two players in the NFL now on the commissioner's exempt list, commissioner's exempt list for uh, domestic violence that they have uh, seemed to, um, you know, displayed. Uh, one recently, Ruben Foster, two weeks ago. It appears that Kareem Hunt, his incident was in February, but that's neither here nor there. The video has been released. Uh, Kansas City Chief promptly released him, and this is where we stand. So just to start on, like I said, the situation, Kareem Hunt, um, his his comments, and then also the comments of Damian Woody. So, ain't Lou, uh why don't you go ahead and take it off? Oh, I think that uh, he he knew what he was doing. You know, he, like you say, he just got caught. Cameras, you know, those cameras are something else. Like, don't play around. That's why you got to watch now. You never know who's watching you, girl. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. but I just think, uh, I just think, like I said, he, you know, he's just he he blew it. You know, and he sounds apologetic. Do I have to give it to him? He sounds apologetic. Oh, Whatever. Oh, my goodness. But you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Let's, that ain't like loose. The, yeah, uh, that was so rude of you, but I forgive you. I need you to forgive me. <laughs> That's what he said. I need you to forgive me. Okay. So, I mean, you got to give people a chance. I don't know if he's ever been, if he has a history of domestic violence or not, so they need to investigate that and check that out. And if that's the case, it's possible that he could have blew it. He could have went off, but, you know, having a lot of pressures because our black men do have a lot of pressure. But you still don't need to be beating on no woman. You heard me? That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. All right, Terry. It's going to be. <laughs> good evening, ladies. Good evening. Good evening. He may have been under a lot of pressure, but, you know, I know he's been raised to not hit a woman. And I think I wonder if he would have actually came forward if the video had not been put out there for everyone to see it. And if they say it's been since what? January, February, mm-hmm. February. Since February, would he actually have came forward? And I, I do sincerely believe that he's, you know, he's sorry, and everyone, you know, deserve to be forgiven. But that's right. I just wonder, wonder if he would have came forward if the video had not been played. Right. Well, I will tell you this, Terry. The Kansas City Chiefs, they knew about the incident. Uh, there were no charges brought at the time that the incident happened. Um, this was in a hotel 
uh, Kareem Hunt was living in this hotel at the time. It's supposed to be one of uh, like one of a, the nicer hotels in the Cleveland area, but they also have um, you know apartments. So this was his residence. Um, the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs were aware of the incident. They said that uh, Kareem Hunt was not forthcoming with them because they they say that Kareem Hunt said he did not put his hands on the woman. And Kareem Hunt, I didn't play the whole audio, but Kareem Hunt admits that he did lie to the Chiefs. Thank you. Um, he did say that, you know, he, he, he said that he lied. Now, whether or not he just didn't remember or he was just trying to uh, avoid the inevitable, that remains to be seen. But, again, he, he did speak to him, but he did tell the Chiefs that he did not put his hands on the woman. Um, so okay. I don't know if that's oh. thing, but. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that, that makes sense then because it, mm-hmm. it, originally it sounded as though, you know, they knew they didn't. They wasn't aware of actually what was going on. But now that you replayed it, as far as saying that they knew about it, but he lied and said that he did not put his hands on. They could have been investigating the situation. Right. All right. To the conclusion. Seven two six okay. seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to CJ tonight. Shout out to Kahari Cross in the house. I see you, Miss Patricia Ford. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right, Mister Nell. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts. Okay. Why you can't wait to hear my thoughts? No, I'm serious. We always have good dialogue and good conversations, you know, with serious topics. So I'm serious. I'm I'm really, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. And and as I said with everyone else, you know, no interruptions with with Janelle when she's speaking. It's selfish. Okay, go ahead. First, let me apologize to Ms. Lucinda because that was not meant towards you. Okay, I do apologize. And you are correct. Everyone deserves to be forgiven. I actually um, listened to um, the whole thing. So I already knew that um, he was uh, not forthcoming with the NFL, that he did um, that he did admit that he had lied to them. Okay. That was back in February. My two, actually three issues with this is, number one, why is it that they continue to wait? such vast amount of time before they do a thorough investigation on these things. How is it that this video is just now surfacing when if they had did due diligence back when this uh, situation happened in the first place, they would have known then and been able to take care of the situation the way that it should have been handled then. Number two, there, you guys know how I feel about domestic violence. There is never, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about a man and a woman, a man and a man, a woman and a woman, Women, women, men, and children, there is never a reason for you to put your hands on anybody. And the mere fact that he made the comment that um, he, what did he say? Um, He made the comment that he's not that type of person. Well, apparently you are. You did it. Mm -hmm. That's always the first thing that comes out out of men's mouths when they get busted. I'm not that type of person. But yet, and still, when you look in their past, you see they do have those type of uh, tendencies in their past. Don't, don't pull that line with me. Please don't come at me with that. And he, for me, you guys say that he sounds apologetic. What he sounds is, dang, I can't believe I got busted. That's what he sounds like to me. Hmm. Because if he was truly apologetic, he would have came he would have, when he would have gone to the Chiefs and told them everything up front and explained to them, you know what, this is not me. This is I really did not mean to do this, but I put my hands on it. This is what happened. You know, how do you want to handle the situation? 
he has, I mean, I'm just, I'm trying, I'm not trying to be, um, I can't think of the word right now, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying not to give him any type of um, leeway at all. But the thing is, you can't tell me that you're sorry when you couldn't even be forthcoming with the entire situation when it happened. You're sorry you got caught. You sorry you've been busted with this video. Yeah, that's what you're sorry for. You sorry you done lost your career over some time foolery. That's about the only sorry I feel. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel. I feel like he. It sounds um, rehearsed. That's what I feel mm-hmm. like. He doesn't. He doesn't sound like he's um, remorseful. He sounds like this is rehearsed. Like he's been thinking about this for a minute. What he was gonna say when he finally did get busted. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I noticed nobody addressed the, the comments of Damon Woody. Does anybody have any any thoughts on you know him saying you know basically that. Uh, you know, the tape don't stop. How, how is it that we keep finding ourselves in these situations? I mean, I would think that Ray Rice would have been just uh, the poster child for domestic violence, and I, I would think that that would deter You, you mean know, Ray Rice? You would like to think. O.J. Sampson. No, Ray Rice. Okay. No, I, 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 I for far too long that the NFL has not addressed it. That's my problem with this. Years and years and years. You can look at the track record of how many different domestic Never had a Ray Rice cases. Where we had the, the videotape of you cold cocking, cold clocking, knocking out your your woman. We ain't never had that. <laughs> okay, let me. We're not gonna pause that long. I'm gonna say this. Uh, I love the way he spoke, and I think that what he's saying, he makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know. And I think that uh, he say they take it too lightly. Okay. And, and then so, I, I thought about the fact that on. they may have put more emphasis on um, on um, deflated balls than mm-hmm. than oh, yeah. domestic violence. Right, because that's, that's that's somebody's daughter, you know, somebody's mother. Right. You know, and, and you really should should respect your queen. You heard me, people. Respect your queen. Don't beat her. There's no love there. And if you're in a, and I, I just I just need to do a, do a plug. Let me do a plug here. If you're out there and you're in a domestic violent relationship, get out. Run to run to the hills. Run fast as you can, and do not look back. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I second that. All right. Okay. There we go. All right. Well, ladies, uh, my thoughts. <laughs> you know, I think you make a very interesting point when you say that you don't think that he sounds remorseful. You think that he sounds rehearsed. Uh, because what I took from it was that at least he's not trying to make excuses. You know, um, like you, I listened to the whole interview, and Lisa Salter asked him probably about a good three or four times, you know, what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what was the what was the lady doing there? You know, basically, and it, she asked about four different ways. But the bottom line is, how did you get there, and what happened? And he kept saying, "It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how we got there." And a lot of people were complaining. They were saying, like, "Well, you know, he should have answered the question." I really don't think it, it does matter. At the end of the day, the, the end result was he put his hands on the woman and he kicked her. It really doesn't matter what happened. He handled the situation wrong. 
as far as is he just um you know uh, you know remorseful or or is he um you know saying he's sorry because he got caught I do believe that he thinks in his mind in February that he put his hands on the woman there was a potential for him to be released um now did he strike her you know it, that it really doesn't matter he put his hands on her and he also kicked her so I think that in his mind he knew that Okay, if and when this does come out, uh, it's probably messing with my job. So I'm not going to say anything. In regards to the NFL, you know, I'm, I'm quick to, I'm quick to, you know, call the NFL out. You know, say what they're not doing. But at the end of the day, they are not the domestic violence police. If you were to get caught uh, putting your hands on your husband, you will. Let's just take your jobs right now where you work at. Is it your job's responsibility to, to punish you? When we worked at, at, at IEM, would, would it have been IEM's responsibility to uh, bring down any punishment on us? I think we expect the NFL to do more than really what they're capable of doing. Now, where they fault, where I find fault with them is a whole new, um, you know, panel with the, with the women, domestic violence, um, you know, marketing, uh, self-help people. You know, you, you went in and you created, created this big, brand-new platform that seems to just be getting a paycheck if they're still in existence because I don't know what their job is and I don't know what they've been doing. In regards to, and, you know, this is another big question, how is the TMZ is able to get a copy of the tape that the NFL and that the Kansas City Chiefs can't? You know why? Because the NFL is not going to pay for a, for a tape, as they shouldn't. Do you know what the, the 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 firestorm that would open up if the NFL started paying for footage? These folks would go on a rampage. Be, you think it's women trying to catch dudes now, uh, trying to trap them with babies. It'd be videos coming out the woodwork. So I don't fault the NFL for not getting the tape. I really don't. Um job of the police. If the police didn't press charges if they didn't see enough evidence. What's the NFL supposed to do? Come on, TJ. Come on now. That's just my thought. But at the end of the day, you know, you can't encourage, you know, you can't encourage this type of behavior. So having the commissioner's exempt list, uh, you know, that's, they can't play, they can't play football. Um, when I say they, I mean him and Ruben Foster. Uh, but Ruben Foster, he's just a whole totally different type of fool. But, um, I mean, you just... What the boy do? What do you do, TJ? What do you do? What do you do? I need to know. I mean, how do you bring along the same woman that's already accused you of domestic violence? But then in her in her past, she's already been known for bringing false domestic violence charges against a former, uh, you know, a former lover. So I don't know who to believe her. Yeah, I don't know if she's been abused or if she's just, you know, trying to get some money. I don't know, uh, which is sad because, I, you know, I think that's the problem with, with why a lot of women don't come forward because they don't think that they'll be believed. If you have a track record right. of not, you know, when you have a track record of lying, I'm going to lean to the side that you're lying or that you might not be telling, the, you know, the whole truth. But then again, if, if a woman has already put you in that position to threaten your career, why is she still with you? Why is she traveling with you? Why are you still opening yourself up, having yourself acceptable to your career being taken for this woman? That's a whole other type of there. But 
<laughs> but I in, in the in the case of Kareem, money, Hunt, money, money, money. He's not. He, he ain't paying no. him. But she's getting some. Yeah, she, but I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about him. Why is he even in your presence? Okay. Why is he even in okay. your life? That's 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 just. Uh, I know we're supposed to use this word, but that that right that right there is borderline retardation. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know that wasn't a politically correct word, but it was correct for him. So that's just crazy. But like I said, with uh, with Kareem Hunt, though, um, I, you know, again, I think that the NFL, they really didn't want to know. I mean, let's be real. They talked to, let's see, the Chiefs talked to Kareem Hunt. The NFL talked to the Chiefs. At the end of the day, Kareem Hunt was not forthcoming. They looked into mm-hmm. it, told them that they couldn't get a tape. The DA told them that they couldn't get a tape. What else are they supposed to do? CMZ, they can get a take. They're going to come up off the money. My main thing is why now? It's in February. We're in December. Why now? Mm. No, I wonder that seven. too. I wonder why now. Go ahead, Terry. I say I wonder that also. You know, you said February. We're at the end of the year now. But, you know, the bottom line, if you find yourself in a situation, an abusive situation, and you know that your career is at hand, just walk away. You're losing more by staying in the situation and ending up uh, what happened here. So you just walk away. You take your losses. You know, not just for him. That's that's for anyone that's in an abusive relationship. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, we're real quick to always say, you know, hangers-ons and, you know, well, where was his boys? His boys were trying to keep him off off of the girl. I mean, they got thrown around like rag dolls. There were like at least about three or four guys that tried to hold him back, and he just bum-rushed them, you know, trying to get to this woman. Um, and even the kick, you know, the kick was like, really? I mean, that's like you just trying to, like, to kick a dead roach out of the, out of the way. But, I mean, the kick was. I'm just like, really, Kareem? But um, mm. I don't know. You know, you know, we like to keep, I like to keep it real here on LL4, too. And I don't want to say, you know, I really don't want to bring race into it, but I wonder if that would have been his reaction if he would have been dealing with a black girl. So when he mm. says that that's not his nature, I wonder if he maybe viewed that were in his presence, if he even viewed them as females. Let's be real. A lot of people, they see certain types of people. You know, there are white people that don't view black people as human or worthy or on their level. I wonder mm-hmm. if they had been black, if he, if we would have had the same outcome. Just a thought. Janelle, you're awfully quiet over there. That's a good thought. I'm sorry. Janelle, I was coughing. I was coughing and I didn't. Want to cough over the phone? I put my phone on mute and forgot. I apologize. I'm so proud of you, Janelle. I'm so proud. Here she go. You give her you give her compliments. Look, and she can't even take them. Oh my goodness. Well, we don't know if it was compliment. But Janelle, you not the quiet though. Your your thoughts on anything I had to say. TJ, as usual, you're right on point. I I was over here uh, coughing, and I liked it completely passed out when you said he kicked that girl like a dead roach. That was just 
did. I did. I, I just didn't say that, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to repeat it. I didn't want to repeat it because TJ, you was a little graphic there, baby. You was a little graphic. I mean, but it was. But the it kick. was. The kick was. It was like really. Come on now. You, but you mm-hmm. bring up a very interesting point, though. I I didn't. I, I never looked. Uh, thought about it in that aspect. Um, but you are one hundred percent correct. There, to, you know, it kills me when I hear people say that. Racism doesn't exist when we all know, as as uh, women of color, we experience it on a daily basis, regardless to whether people want to believe it exists or not. And you are 100% correct. I come from a, fam- a, a mixed family. Both of my parents are biracial. So for me to hear people say that when I literally had, um, I can reach on both sides of the scale. I had the um, most... Um, racist great-grandmother to the point where we were never even allowed to step foot in her yard, let alone in her house. And mm. twice, whereas I have an uncle who can't stand Caucasians so bad, and he's part Caucasian. Here's the thing that still wears me out to this day. I don't understand this. His father's white. And he just he can't stand white people so bad that he doesn't even allow you to um, talk about them in his presence. He never refers to them. I can't even use some of the, the he is so colorful with the derogatory um, graphics that he uses to describe them. It's like, whoa, where are you coming up with this stuff? It is just, it's unreal. So, yes, it is a real situation, but I never even thought about the fact that um, as play, maybe they truly, maybe he truly didn't see her as, as his equal. I didn't even think about that. I honestly didn't. Hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. You're not supposed to put your hands on any woman. As a man, there is no need for you to put your hands on a woman, especially an athlete. We know that they are ten times, you know, any any type of athlete. Anybody who trains, you know, you are you're bigger than the average, you know, person. So, um, for as an athlete, you're definitely not supposed to. Be, but again, whether she's white, black, Hispanic, whatever, that doesn't give you the right to put your hands on her. But it it did cross my mind because I'm thinking, you know, he probably didn't even see her as for him to say, you know, for him to be so quick to say, you know, my parents, my, you know, my, my my mother, my grandmother, they didn't raise me like that. He may not have seen them as as women. He might have just saw them as whatever they paid them to do, and for that, mm-hmm. they got whatever he whatever wrath he wanted to, you know, show upon them. But like I said, just something to think about. Something to think about. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight and the awesome foursome in house. Ain't Lou, Janelle, and Terry. Gotta give a shout out to everybody tuning in. Sylvia, Natasha, I see you. Rashad, Ain't Lena, Corey, Falk in the house. Monica, and what's going on? Ken Dixon, Nicole, Nikki, that's my cousin Taylor. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. And I want y'all to chime in. You know, on the timeline as well. I want to hear your thoughts on, uh, you know, the cream situation and, you know, uh, we feel like I, I definitely don't, I don't feel like we won't see him on a, on the football field again. You know, I do think that once everything dies down and, you know, he's been, when, whenever a team picks him up, he will have to spend, uh, you know, time on the commissioner's exempt list, so he won't be playing right away. But, um, you know, I don't think this is going to be the end all be all of Kareem Hunt's career. 
And so uh, I do believe that everybody deserves a second chance. I have not uh, read in this in this young you know man's history. He is only 23 years old, but I have not read in this young man's history where you know he has a, a violence uh, or a past of you know being violent um, or whatever. I do know that he got into a, a fight with um, a guy like uh, I think it was about a month ago at a bar. But um, we all know how it is with athletes. You know, my, my my main thing is you make enough money to have the party come to you. Why are you always going out? Because there are people out there that is their main thing to test and see if they can get a you know get a lawsuit going. But um, but we'll see. We'll we'll definitely you know see how this um, and to what degree it affects uh, Kareem Hunt. But before we get you know before we lose time, we got to get into our break. I got to get into the scenarios here, ladies. So let's talk about a lighter subject. All right. Switch gears a little bit okay. and talk about the playoff pitchers that are forming. All right. So the Kansas City Chiefs will go ahead and keep it on that. Does anybody see the L.A. Chargers overcoming the Chiefs and taking over the uh, NFC West? I'm sorry, AFC West. That's possible, TJ. They're looking mighty good now. I'm yeah. worried about them at they the They're looking real good. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think they will overcome, but they're going to come Can I close. just say no? Can I be the lone wolf and say no? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, let, me, let me put it out here. Let me put it out here. So right now the Chiefs are ten and two. They do lead the AFC West. Their remaining schedule, the remaining schedule looks like this. They are uh, Ravens on Sunday at home. Chargers come to the two Arrowhead week fifteen. They are at the Raiders. So that's the Chiefs schedule. Now on the other hand, the Chargers they host the Bengals this week, and they are at Kansas City. They host the Ravens. And they are at the Broncos. Also, the Chargers have a lighter schedule. I just mm-hmm. Mahomes is he, he is on a mission right now. He's true. I just don't see it happening. Okay. I don't. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't see it. Well, I don't see it happening. You don't All see right. the Chargers taking over the, the Chiefs? Is that what y'all are saying? Correct. Yeah. So we still okay. see the we the, we keep winning the, the AFC West, but the Chargers mm-hmm. probably will hold on to the to the number one wild card spot. Yeah, I don't think the Chiefs are going to relinquish the 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 number one spot. The spot. So they, I don't yeah. think they're going to do that. But um, but I can see them. I can see the Chargers in there fighting and trying to win and trying to take over. You know, I really. Yeah. Uh, it seems like the underdog teams normally coming in and just beat them to death. You know what I'm saying? Don't always be the top team. That's what I've noticed in the past. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, I just think the Chiefs are, and especially with this incident now with Kareem Hunt, they know that everybody's going to be gunning for them. They know that everybody's probably expecting them to be, the, you know, they're going to be like, okay, what you got now? You know, how are you going to overcome uh-huh. this? So I think that Andy Reid is going to, I think he's going to have these guys prepared. They're probably going to put a little bit more, you know, trickery in their, um, you know, in their planning and their scheme. Um, in their plays, but I, I don't see the, you know, I, I don't see the Chargers overcoming the Chiefs. But we, you know, we don't know. All right. So my next question: Do the Steelers make the playoffs? They're seven four and one right now, leading the AFC. But the Ravens are currently in the second wild card spot at seven and five. Okay. Let me let me give you the schedule. Steelers. They are at the Raiders. They host the Patriots. They are at the Saints. They close out the season with the Bengals. The Ravens 
are at the Chiefs. They host the Bucks. They're at the Chargers, and they close out with the Browns. The Ravens have a better mm-hmm. chance than the Chargers do. However, uh, again, the Steelers, you know this. <clears throat> the Steelers are a different type of beat. You know, they're they're ones that you push their backs up against the wall, and they coming out swinging. Well, that's what so I that's thought, be but that didn't happen on Sunday. That's a, so no, not at all. TJ, TJ, everybody is allowed to have a, a, a everybody is allowed to have a bad game. They had a bad day last week with the Broncos. That's too bad with the road. And you were at home. You need to stop voting for them, baby. You need to stop. So you see, Janelle and I, Janelle and I went with the Chargers, and they charged. I mean, my goodness. When they when that field goal went through, I said, good googly moogly. What is going on in the world? Mm, mm, mm. Oh, the Steelers let me down. But then I was trying yeah, to some of these games. Too. Some of these games have been outrageous. How they've been won or lost. It's like, okay, really? I, I really is this what's happening? Just like, let me tell you, I was so you know, I never root for the Saints ever, ever, ever. But I was so sure that that the Cowboys were going to lose that game that I had already before. I didn't even bother to watch. I recorded the game because I was busy. I had already on my chart put an L by the Cowboys. They held those Saints like never before. 10 to 10. I didn't see that no coming. More. I didn't see that coming. I Drew Brandt looked like Mark Penn at all. all. They they were sacking Breeze and getting in his face, you know, that it just threw him off. The baby he, he didn't have no kind of rhythm or no he just he had no rhythm going on because they kept on messing it up. He was somebody be like a pest to you or a gnat. There's nothing you can do but just, you know, you try to fight back. <laughs> well, well those you know, so right. a lot of things a lot, one one thing that I think people <laughs> they exposed Breeze for the quarterback that he is. He is not, you know, a stout quarterback. He only stands six feet. So if he can't see mm-hmm. outside of the pocket, if he literally can't see, he doesn't know who he's throwing mm-hmm. to. He, so like Aunt Lou said, yeah. you're getting his timing off. But he, when you are rushing him like that, he can't see. <laughs> he literally mm-hmm. cannot mm-hmm. see over those two boys. So it, not only yeah. is he not able to even, you know, run outside of the pocket, but the, the, the pocket collapses so, so quickly. I mean the the Cowboys. I think they they were on a true mission. They everybody had counted them out. They were talking. Everybody was mm-hmm. talking about the high powered offense of the of the Saints. How Drew Brees was going to be the, the MVP. And they they mm-hmm. said y'all going to stop disrespecting us. Now I don't know who's going to show up this coming Sunday with the Cowboys. Now don't get me wrong. They they're going to shoot themselves in the foot at some point. I believe. So that was going to be my next question. <laughs> Who do you see winning out the winning out the NFC East? Do you, do you see the um, do the Eagles have what it takes to possibly overtake uh, the Cowboys in the NFC? I think the Cowboys might take them. The, the the Eagles have been a little weak. They just not steady to say that they the NFC. You know that they won the Super Bowl last year. I could have won that Super Bowl last year the way they playing. Mm. And I ain't talking about Messiah. You better stop it, Janelle. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to be they seem to be messing at the right time. They seem to be coming together. 
Well, they're only six and six, TJ. They're six and six. Uh, hey, but if they went out, they're the, six. Yeah, they. But you're right. If they win, if they win, that's a big I F, big capital it I is. and capital F. It okay. is. But we're talking about the Cowboys. And if it, okay. if it can happen, it will happen to the Cowboys. Well, you know the interesting <laughs> thing is, for me, um, the NFC East and the NFC <clears throat> excuse me, South have been the two most um, disappointing divisions this year. I expected so much more out of the Giants, their roster. I expected so much more out of the Redskins. We, I, mm-hmm. I expected the Eagles to flop because we have we talk about this all, every year, Tina. At any time a team wins the Super Bowl, then next year you really don't expect them to come and do anything because they'd be on such a high with, you know, the Patriots, they, so they, they, really, they demolished that myth. They are marinating in their win, I, and, I and therefore. I don't care about no stinking Patriots. You hear me? See, <laughs> them stinking Patriots. I know. But I just have to bring, I, I I have to bring you back to reality. Brother, so, much respect to your brother. Much respect to your brother. But don't I care about no stinking Patriots. Anyway. But, yeah, they, they have been. <laughs> this division has been almost. As our division, the, the NFC South has just been, and this is the first time, and I can't even tell you that we are at the at the at the bottom end of the division. We are always one or two. So for us to be last in that division, I mean, there are certain teams this year that I just expected the Packers. I expected them to kill it this year. I don't know what happened with them. But okay, Tina, don't yeah. pass out on me because I promise I'm not being mean or anything. But I mean, your team. I expected, girl, I, I expected your team to do phenomenal, and I oh yeah, we did too. But we had we had fun. We had, we can overcome our injuries. I mean, your quarterback, see, your, that's your the main problem with us. Quarterback goes out. We just we didn't we don't have a, a backup that that's sufficient. I mean, I'm just gonna put it out there and, because we did lose our running back in preseason. But Breeder, oh, he is true. That that young brother can run, carry that rock. Um, he can make moves. But, you know, in our defense, they're so up and down. But they're young. Um, you know, but losing our quarterback, he, he was – and I think the team just lost a little bit of morale. I, again, I think it goes back yeah. to coaching. the coaching. Is, the coach got to get these boys up and say, look, next man up. You know, this is what you get paid for. It, we, we lost Garoppolo. Let, let's get a move on it, you know. Um, but, again, so we were in a lot of games this year, a lot. We, I think we won and uh, lost again about five games by three or seven points. We couldn't finish. DJ, but Forrest can't run alone, baby. Forrest cannot run alone. That, well, that I don't really think about Forrest or running him by himself. I'm just letting you know that my quarterback went down, <laughs> and uh, that's what happened to him. And that okay. – for me, though, our team, you know, we suffered from injuries, especially on the defensive side. We lost yeah. so many key people. Yeah. And I'm glad you said that because I had that argument about the coaching situation with somebody um, earlier today. Because for me, I feel like you do. Anytime you have a situation where um, you have a coach that's supposed to be so phenomenal and they've proven in the past that they've done so well, and then they get to um, another, they get to another team and don't um, don't display those same qualities. Obviously, something is going on. If you can't, what blows my mind is we have a head coach 
who was the victim mind? Why is it that you can't get our defense? Um, we Okay, so we lose all of our key defensive players. As yeah. a defensive coach, why is it that you can't get the players that we have in order? So when I heard Arthur Blank say that he can't blame, he doesn't blame the coach for the problem, then who else is the problem? Well, but Janelle, who let's be honest. Okay. You have lost, well, at least six players on defense. At any given time this season. Yes. And yes. at least yes. four key players and a week each week they're missing, is what I'm saying? Yeah. That's not to overcome. It's not like you lost your key, your main key person. Now if you lost like a DB and you lost a corner, okay, then your your two backups, they should be able to come in and at least keep pace. But you are losing key players in key positions. For an, on one side of the ball. Now, your offense, your offense ain't got no excuse. They should still be scoring. But as far as the defense, that no, is the thing is, we've lost some key players in offense, too, though. We've lost yeah, some I mean, key running back, but not, not as consistent. You, you, did, you didn't have as many players at one time, it seems like, go down. Now, as far as your backup, right. it just exposes. They're backup for a reason, okay? You get drafted in the 32nd or, you know, the last round for a reason. You go undrafted for a reason. Now there are there are diamonds in the rough. Don't get me wrong, but you ain't gonna find six of them on one team. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am, I understand that, but so you you gotta give in your answers. You gotta give the coach. Uh, a, now on the offensive side of the ball, like I said, I'm not gonna give him that. But on defense, it, there's only so much <laughs> a team can take. But again, you know, I, I hate to keep harping on on Garoppolo for my team, but you can lose a whole bunch of key players. Or you could lose that main one. And Garoppolo, yeah. everybody was talking about it. Oh, he was 5-0. You know, who is he going to be? Yeah, he came in. He won those five games. You know, they. I think they put too much hype, too much pressure, and too much responsibility on one man. That one man goes out. Right. It looked like the team lost their mind. It's like, okay, so nobody else can, can pick up the slack? It's all mentality, and that goes back to coaching. In my opinion. But hit me I up. agree 100%. That's the number to call. All right, ladies. So I'll tell you what. We are going to push the pause. We're going to jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, it will be time. It will be time. There, you know, I love to say it. For the baddest lady in the land. <laughs> <laughs> when her teeth and he does that. Lucinda's lyrics will be coming. Say break. it. TJ, oh. say it. Don't spray it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, so we're going to break, and we will be right back. This is LL Sports 2 with PJ and the Awesome So much pressure. Why so loud? If you don't like my sound, you can tone it down. I'm 
little Jesse J for you there. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. But as I mentioned before, we went to the break. It is time. It is time. I know everyone looks forward to it. And Karen, I see you. Uh, Natasha's asking for it. Everybody's always asking for it. The baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes. It is now time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? <clears throat> Seahawks have won three games in a row against the Panthers 49ers in Green Bay, you know. They are second in NFC West Division as they continue to play with expert precision. They have a wild card spot, no longer in the hunt. It's just a matter of time before they move to the front. Both the 49ers and Falcons have lost their last three games, eliminating any type of Super Bowl claim. For me, the game of the week was the Saints versus the Cowboys. Dallas defense laid several ploys as they silenced New Orleans' victorious noise. They halted their 10-game winning streak, letting everyone know that they had a leak. They beat them 13-10. to 10. This was a significant win, thus opening the door for other teams to come in. You had the best offense versus the almost best defense. The entire game was very intense. Dallas sent a message that playing defense makes sense. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, hey, Lord. Well, I we just can't be away too long. Is that what it is? Because you can't. Hey. That was bad. I, I wrote I'm, this one in thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that one. That that was good. <laughs> that was good right there. What? Oh, I love how you just put the literary uh, compilation in. The, anyway, you know I ain't, I can't use big words. I sounded like um uh, 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 man name. With wild hair, the boxing promoter. Uh, but TJ, you're starting to and you're doing well. It's in the blood, in the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did that one, ain't little. That was good, right there. Thank you, All right, lady. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Terry. TJ, you told her you you told her to put the pen to the pad, so she <laughs> did it tonight. <laughs> That's what I told her ain't it? every week. That's telling you. Oh, we she burned a hole in that. She burned a hole in that pad tonight, so I know it's a hole. Oh yeah, There's smoke over there. <laughs> Gotta be. Yeah, that ain't little. That All right, ladies. That was good. Who was going to end up in in the final race? So NFC North. I think this is going to be probably the best uh, race to finish here. The Vikings and the Bears. Who do y'all think? The Bears are leading right now. Vikings are now out of the wild card race. So who do you see ending up with the number one spot in the NFC North? Now, let me go over there. Their remaining schedule as well. The Vikings, they are at the Seahawks. This is the Monday night game. I think this is going to be this is going to be right up there, I think, with the game of the week with the Rams and the Bears. Um, but we got the Vikings at the Seahawks. Then you have um, Vikings, they host the Dolphins, they're at the Lions, and then they close out with the Bears. Now, for the Bears, they are the Rams, they host the Packers, 
Then they go on the road for the last two games at the 49ers and at the Vikings. Well, that's going to be close. I know. I would say it's going to be close because they could win, they could win three to three or and lose one, or they could do two and two. You exactly. never know. On both sides. And it all depends on who plans on showing up. Hmm? Go ahead, Janelle. I said it all depends on who plans on showing up because you, you we've been saying this all season. You at any given time, you never know who which team plans on showing up. That is the problem. That's been the problem the whole season. Mhm. I agree. Yeah. Well, She's I right. think the Vikings have been more inconsistent than the Bears have. We got to remember the Bears have been without Mitchell Trubisky for the past two games. Um, they were able to go one and one with that. Um, should have beat the Giants, you know, last week, but hey, kick here, you know, uh, you know, um, lost down here. Um, easily could have went to the Bears. Um, plus, weren't they on the road? Yeah, they were. They were playing, you know, in New York. Um, both teams have divisional games, and we all know that records go out of the window when you're playing a divisional foe. So they uh, they both will be playing divisional opponents. That's going to be tough. I think the Bears have the easier schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should win. Yeah, but, again, they should have won on Sunday. So, <laughs> like mm-hmm. Who's hungry? Who's hungry for the game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who's going to come out more focused? I think that's I think that's with all the teams, the Steelers, mm-hmm. uh, even like the Ravens, um, mm-hmm. you know, the Vikings, the Bears. Um, it's like who's going to come out and want it? Who's going to come out and take it? I think that's that has to be the mentality uh, of these these teams that are, you know, on the bubble. But even with that, we know that, you know, there are – like if the playoffs were to start today, there are two teams that have, you know, the wild cards one and two spot. But Texas and the NFC, the teams that are still in the hunt, are the Panthers, the Eagles, uh, Washington, and still the Buccaneers have a shot. Everybody is six mm-hmm. and six except for the Bucks. So uh, when you know if if any of these teams go on a four game win streak, it's totally going to mess up. The Panthers are probably the most disappointing uh, team to me right now. I agree. They've just lost their identity. Because they started out so strong, you know what I mean? You just Right. Well, they they started off a little weak, but then they it seemed like they, they caught a groove. And then they won, you mm-hmm. know, like that game winning streak, and now they just unlocked four in a row. And four games that they should have easily, you know, taken advantage of because uh, they were the better team. But, again, and it's mm-hmm. funny, and, you know, with, with the traditional foes. Um, so that's the NFC for the AFC teams still in the hunt, the Dolphins, the Colts, the Broncos, and the Titans, they all sit at 6-6. Six and six. So this is going to be a dogfight. The Broncos, like I mentioned earlier, they did have their wide receiver go down, Emmanuel Sanders, um, but they have that, that running back, Lindsey. Bad boy is the truth. Um, but, again, the Titans, you know, the Colts, and even the Dolphins, all of them sit at 6-6. Six six. So... Well, it's going to be interesting. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. Y'all seeing that every week. That is true. That is 
so true. Uh, so I guess my question um, that I would like to pose to the ladies, so we know that right now the Texans, they lead the AL South. They have a 93 um, record. Who out of, I guess, um, well, I, I think we are all in agreement that the Chargers are going to be uh, hold a wild card spot. Are we all in agreement with yeah. that? Yeah, yeah I'm I think. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So out of the Ravens, the Dolphins, the Colts, the Broncos, and the Titans, who do you think will round out? Who do you think will end up taking that? Second wild card. It could be the Titans I or the Ravens. I think. Ra- yeah, or the Titans. Ta- yeah, I was going to say the Titans or the Ravens. And for me, I or- said the Titans or the Chargers. I I think that uh, well, they actually uh, that's going to be that's a, re- a really good question, Tina, because it's if if the thing is injuries have been plaguing everybody. That's what's been right. crazy to me. And injuries have been plaguing every single team, so it's going to be. First off, we're going to need to keep these players healthy. That's going to be the first thing. Um, the second thing is going to be, again, who's going to show up? Who actually wants this more than the next team? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. But I think it's, I think it's going to be so either the, uh, the Titans or the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, well, no, we oh. always have a Chargers. Well, the Chargers, what's the option there? Janelle, we're done with the Chargers. Get with us now. Yeah, the Charger wasn't an option. <laughs> no, I think saying that it's going to be the Titans okay. and the Chargers in the playoffs. They're going to hold the wild card spot. Am I wrong, mm-hmm. Janelle? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she says the Titans are going to take over that second wild card spot. I don't know. They just they've been. Really and I say, they play good against the Titans. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Go ahead, Angelou. I say the Titans are the Ravens, one of the two. Ravens are starting to kind of get get a little strong. Okay. Tamika, Tamika, where you at? <laughs> and, uh, Sarah, you said the Ravens? No, I said the Titans. Titans, okay. Okay. All right. It would not surprise me to see the Colts. And Coach what? stumbled last week. But so they have been playing some really good, consistent ball. Um, I think Andrew Luck is finally coming into what we all thought he could be. Uh, you know, he's finally healthy. Um, he has an offensive line that's protecting him. Uh, and as far as the defense, they've been more consistent than inconsistent. And it would not surprise me if the Colts end up in the playoffs this year. I think that they're the sleeper. But if it's not the Colts, I think it'll be the right one. Okay. You said but. the Colts are the rough Yeah. No, no, no. So, let's, you know, I see one thing. I'm excited. I don't think I've been this excited for a playoff, uh, the run to the playoff, uh, with it, you know, with my team not being in it. But, um, but yeah, I, I do think that uh, I think this is going to shape up. I think the last week, and I, I love how the schedule is, have made it for like the past three or four seasons now where it's all divisional games, you know, to close out the season. So each one, you know, is, is more important, it seems like. Um, and, you know, even if you're not in the playoffs, to know that you can spoil somebody's playoff run, you know, with them being in your division, 
exciting to me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for admitting that. I love this. That's what I'm not involved in. All right. 347. What the monkey is happening? <laughs> All right, ladies. So, um, oh, okay. So that was the AFC. So I don't think I posed the question, though. All right. So we have right now it's the Seahawks holding the one call, one wild card, and the Vikings are currently holding the second wild card. So my first question, do you see one of Two teams staying and holding on to the wild card spot. Yeah, the Seahawks will hold on. Seahawks, I knew. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You're just a hater. You're a hater. I Stop am. It. I can't take. I'm, I will be the first to admit. <laughs> I do not want to see them taking the playoffs. Well, I'm just gonna tell you something. I know y'all talked about me so bad. Y'all did it. Y'all did it. Y'all told me my team weren't going anywhere. Now look, who's down and who's up. Oh. That's why I told you I keep – that's why I ate Luke Heath's hope alive because you just – you can't give up, Janelle. You can't, but you need to. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow. Janelle, we going to take that. Janelle, I know you got something okay. to come back on that. Come on, Janelle. Why is she always coming to me?
All right. So I can just I can keep them going ten and six. I can keep them going. Who? But we'll just have to yeah, get them ten enough for, if that's good enough for the playoffs. Because again, I'm not counting the Panthers out. Um, mm-hmm. Eagles, like I said, they're 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 peaking at the right time. Washington, they ain't going nowhere. I don't think. I think they're just too probably too devastated right now. You lose both your quarterbacks within a week. Uh, Mark Sanchez, he's not he's not the answer. Uh, but anything possible, you know. I mean, anything can happen. That's not what I'm saying. Keep yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for me, though. Except for me, I can't keep up alive, right? <laughs> well, I'm right there with well, you. Yeah, my hope, my hope is gone. So <laughs> it ain't that funny. But, you know. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say this, Seven nine two four. That is double the college. These girls, girls, girls yeah. always double team me with my sea chickens, and you know we gonna stand strong, and then we're gonna we're gonna cluck a little. <laughs> oh <laughs> Lord, that was. <laughs> I can't. I will not. Goodness. I will not. What the fuck was that? Not. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Look. <sighs> We're going to cluck right on to that Super Bowl. But you know we've been uh-uh. there before, so it's, that not, ain't it's not like it's unfamiliar territory. Come on, people. I'm not mad at I'm the first one to admit I am hating. I really hate it. I am hating because, you know, I I was not expecting the Seahawks to really do anything. I thought y'all were going to be in turmoil this year because, you know, you had pretty much lost everybody from the Legion of Boom. Um, I didn't really know. I know you have um, what's the wide receiver name? Here's, no, no, no. Uh, Here's the thing. By all means, they can come to the Super Bowl. I don't have a problem with that, but they're going to sit right in the stands with everybody else and watch the <laughs> real things play. <laughs> all right, girl. December 5th, what? I'm going to mark this day. We'll all see. All the hater raids. We shall see. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking That's of people. Right. And I got, I got plenty of sugar in it, too. And I'm stirring it up. You doggone right. You got to care about no sugar. <laughs> Well, well, real quick, before we, we know we have to get to our picks. Real quick, have you did you hear about the former Seahawk, Brandon Browner? Uh, looks like he's plucked himself into a cell. He has been um, sentenced to eight years in prison for uh, attempting to kill his girlfriend. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I didn't hear about yeah, that. Yeah, he's, um, he's accused. He's accused of breaking into his ex-girlfriend's apartment. This was in California on July 8th, and allegedly he chased her, he dragged her, and then he smothered her in a carpet. Um, he's also accused of stealing her Rolex watch, and that was it, yeah. So he was arrested and charged with attempted murder. Uh, he faced life in prison, but the, um, they sentenced him on Tuesday uh, to eight years for attempted murder. And two counts of willful child endangerment. So that is horrible. Yeah, that yeah. is there. All right, all right, ladies. So let's go ahead. We gonna jump into it. Jump, jump, jump to it. Mm-hmm. All right, do bus, Come on now. Yes. That's our music today, and that's one thing we can agree on. Hi. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> right, ladies. So, oh. 
you already know, ain't Lou Okay, for last, ain't Lou and I tied. We were both 11 and 5. And Janelle, you're only a game behind us. We had 10 and 6. So right now, the total, ain't Lou, is 117 and 73. I am five games still behind, 112 and 78. And Janelle rounds out the three of us with 108.82. So, week 14, of course, no teams are on a bye. We are getting down to the nitty-gritty of this game. The pity. But I'm going to win it. We go. Okay, here we go. Well, and we're not right, trying we this year, so you know, either I'm, oh, what do we do? We have a gift, don't we get a gift? Oh no! Well, I thought she. TJ said a gift card. TJ said that Janelle, you don't even listen. You need to clean those ears out because I know what she told me. Okay, you can you let me? How about you let me talk and then you you understand that oh. I was just getting ready to say she did say that she was gonna come up with something this year. Now, if you could okay. stop trying to smash my face in the mud for two <laughs> Okay, seconds. I mean, yeah, you can't even get it out. But yes, it's going to be a gift card. Oh, I just don't Lord. know. It's going to be a you know, like, Visa gift card because we don't have a lot of the same stores maybe, and I want, you know. But, I mean, I'm going to win, so, I mean, I can get my own gift card. Anyway, here we go. Talk to talk, talk to talk. Okay, so tonight, y'all. Keep <laughs> <laughs> Keep hope alive. It's all on the zone. Uh, you should know. Better get right now. Go ahead. She do this every year and you know it. Every year she comes from way behind. Everybody. Yeah. So you need to. I got. I got a long journey this year, though, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. This is gonna be. This is gonna be my. Okay. Don't sleep on her. I'm ready. Okay. She really on Thursday. Thursday. That was the. Who y'all got? Titans. Tennessee. Tennessee, all right, that's plain sweet. We're all going with the Titans. So, so here comes the inconsistency. Death at the bill. <laughs> <laughs> Did that guy mm. say inconsistency? Did she say that? This is, this is how horrible this game is going to be. Why? I didn't even put anything down for them. I know, right? I, didn't I'm even just, I have to go on instinct here. What deal? Bills, okay. Janelle? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the Bills are going to be at home. The Jets been kind of crappy. Okay, fine. I'll go with the Bills. Okay. Yeah, the Bills are at home, but they look in much disarray as everybody. The Jets lost a close one last week, so I think they go on the road and they, they get this one. So I'm going with the Jets. All right. Then okay. we got divisional game, Giants at the Redskins. Giants. Giants. And Lou says Giants. Janelle? Redskins. Redskins, all right. Redskins, they just got so much going on. Uh, this is a divisional game. I'm rolling with the Giants. Oh, offense can overtake the Redskins defense. defense. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Giants. All right. Then we got the Saints at the Bucks. Janelle, I already know you got the Bucks. Feel pretty good. <laughs> Uh, if you could just give me a one word answer, that would be lovely. That I can understand. What do you have, TJ? Who do you have? I say Saints. You know I say it's Saints, Gail. Okay, no, I don't know. Okay, Saints. Okay. I'm going to go with Saints. 
they get off that 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 slide right there. They have to redeem themselves. So yeah, I'm going with the Saints. You All know. right, then we have Patriots you. at the Dolphins. Patriots. The Dolphins. Dolphins. I know this one was tough. The Dolphins always play the Patriots hard at home. But the Patriots the last. last pay. Um, Tom has a record against the Dolphins on the road. Right, yeah, he, he, he's he's like, like five games I think in a row that they've lost. Right. What'd you say, TJ? Um, he's got to break the streak at some point, so I'm I'm pulling with the Patriots, but I not I wouldn't. Be so, all right, then we got the Ravens at the Chiefs. This should be a good game. That's gonna be a great game. I just gonna go with my first mind and say the Chiefs, but I know they got some an injury. And the Ravens' defense has been been tough. One of my kids at school said, oh, the Ravens' defense is bad. So what but I'm going with Mahomes. Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> I need hey, Lou, who you got? Name. So I got the Chiefs. Janelle? <laughs> I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay. All right, so we got the Colts at the Texans. I think this is going to be a good game. It's is that a clean sweep, Tina? Yes. Tina, is that a clean sweep? Okay. Coach at the Texans. Oh, that's Texas. Is my people. Mm, mm, mm. I'm going with the Texans. Okay. All right. And Lou, you said Texans, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. That's another clean sweep. That's going with the Texans. This one was hard for me to pick. Falcons at the Packers. Yeah, that was a hard one. I'm going with Janelle. If your boys lose this week, I'll never vote for them again. You hear me? I'm going with you again. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know who to roll with. But I'm going to give them one more time. Janelle, where you going? Let me just. Really? I'm going with the Falcons. I don't ever roll against my team. <laughs> oh, no, I know. Let I know Janelle. Let you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no. always from a Falcon. But just just so you know, the last six times that we've met, we have slammed the Packers in the mud. Just so you know. Yeah, well, you better y'all, slam on the, y'all starting to be like the slam on the y'all find a way to lose. But I'm pulling for you though. So, you know what? Okay, what? here we go. Mm, mm, we got mm, Queen Sweet Brown. Oh, that's gonna be a good one. But I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Huh? Mhm. Panthers. Okay, Janelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, the Browns had a good defense, though. So, I mean, you, you can't just really count them out. All right, so then we got the four o'clock game: Broncos at the Forty Nineers. TJ, is that a clean sweep? Yeah, I, I thought I said Panthers first. Mm-hmm. But okay. yeah, clean sweep. We all going with the Panthers. Broncos at the Forty Nineers. Okay. Broncos. Uh. Now, you know the Broncos going to beat y'all to death. Well, I ain't asking I mean, ask no commentary. I just said pick a team. All right. That's the <laughs> thing. I won't All right. Then we got the Bengals at the charge. <laughs> the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Chargers. What's All that? right. The clean sweep. Now, this one was kind of tough, too. Lions at the Chargers. from the peanut gallery. Mm-mm-mm. Lions in Arizona, uh, I'm going yeah. with the Lions. Lions! All right. You know what? Janelle? Both of these teams. 
Both of these teams been letting me down all year, but I'm going to give the Cardinals one more shot all year long. Every time I vote for one, they lose. So who are you going with? Well, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cardinals. The Cardinals. I know they won last week, so I'm thinking, okay, they might be on the roll, but then they're at home. And then the Lions, they're so inconsistent. Uh, I'm rolling with the Cardinals because they're at home. Okay. I'm going to go with my first You roll on. Yeah. Okay. Roll I hope I'm not rolling to a, to, a, to a bigger deficit, but we're going to see. All right, we got the Steelers at the Raiders. Steelers, you better, they better win this one now. I'm going with them. Okay. Janelle? Okay. All right, that's a clean sweep. All Steelers. Then we got the Eagles at the Cowboys. This is going to be a good game. Cowboys. Cowboys. All right, yeah. Janelle? Yeah, I'm going with the Cowgirl. All right. <laughs> Only I'm trying to keep pace because, Lord knows, this hurts my heart. But, yeah, that's a clean sweep. We're all rolling with the Cowboys. All right, then we got Sunday night, Rams at the Bells. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Yeah, but I'm going to Ram. Hot girl. It's tough because the Bears going to be at home, and Matt Mayon wants to when he get at home with them fans cheering for him. But the problem is the Rams is trying to do their thing this year, so I'm going to go ahead and go with the Rams. Oh, I should have said that. Mm. I'm I'm going with the Rams. I thought about though. The Rams have already locked up the division. Mhm. Hard. It really is. I think I'm going with the Bears. Like they've oh. already locked up the division. Yeah, I'm going to telling who they're gonna play. Yeah, now you gonna roll with I, I don't think they're gonna sit anybody this early. But um, I think the Bears know the seriousness of it. And it's prime time. I'm rolling with the Bears. Uh-huh. You yeah. go on, TJ. That's a smart move. I'm going to roll with the Bears. And you, All right. We got Monday Night Football. I think that's the Seahawks. You know who I got. See, chicken. Mm, mm, mm. You don't call your own chicken. Oh, and her clucking. Well, all right, then. The only reason that I am the only reason that I'm going with um, the Seahawks is because Kirk Cousins does not do well on Monday night. Okay, okay. I think the yeah, Seahawks at home though, and and they know I think the Seahawks know the importance too. They can't let too many games slip, and Monday night. So, all Listen. right, ladies. Well, that is our pick for Week 14. Is Go ahead with your stuff. Yeah, that's this week. Yeah, I'm going okay. with the Seahawks. Okay. All right. Terry, you got the shout out? I got a shout out to myself on Tuesday. It's my birthday. Woo! Let's hear it, baby. Let's do it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Terry. Happy birthday to you. Okay. Now, you thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You welcome. <laughs> yes, love you guys. You continue to be blessed. <laughs> thank you, ma'am. The lady is talking, y'all. Can you? Is that all you have, Terry? I know they so rude. I just said I love you guys. Continue to be blessed until we meet next week. All right. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> 
DJ next week, and if I, I no more shows cancel because if you cancel, I'm gonna have to scream. Okay, well you're gonna get get screaming in a couple of weeks. We'll shout out now. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say I love everyone. God bless America, my home sweet home. Bye. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> All right, Janelle, shout out. <laughs> so today you got two people now. Y'all on. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, um, I want to give all you guys a shout out because I really did miss you guys over the last ten, uh, two weeks. <laughs> it felt like ten, ten weeks. Sorry that's what that. I say, ten uh, weeks. Terry, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day on Tuesday, Miss Lucinda. One of these days, I promise you. And first off, you can't say you're gonna start, you're gonna scream because you scream at us every week, so it don't matter if we on the air or not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say thank you, TJ. I want to say thank you so much for putting up with the tomfoolery that you give that we give you every single week because you know we don't know how to act. We really don't. I love it. Okay, I have a shout out, a quick shout out. Uh, uh, Terry, happy birthday, darling. I want you to enjoy yourself and don't and you know just do whatever you want to do. Celebrate for the rest of the month, okay? The whole month, TJ. You're That's the best right. in the West, in the North, and East, and the South, everywhere. I love you, T.T. I love you, Nisi. <laughs> yeah. And she can't stop lying. And she can't. She can't and Janelle, I love Janelle. I love you, Janelle. I love you. You give more than I do. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Y'all neck and neck. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much. And we will be back. Back. No, next Wednesday. Same bad time, same bad thought. Uh, until then. Are we back? All right, y'all. Bye, ladies. Enjoy your weekend All right. weekend. All mm-hmm. right. Goodbye. Bye now. Love you. Goodbye. Three four seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. And that does round out the awesome force. I like saying that. Okay, so we have, what, Wednesday Wikipedia we will get to here. Oh, shout-outs to the college football. All right, so did they get it right? We have number one, Alabama. Two is Clemson. Three, Notre Dame. And then four, Oklahoma. So they will be all playing on December the 29th to see who will be playing for that national championship. All right, so Wednesday Wikipedia, what happened in the world of sports on December the 5th? Well, let me go ahead and tell you real quick here. In 1978, Pete Rose, he signed with the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, the contract was for four years and $3.2 million, making Rose the highest paid athlete in team sports. Did you hear me? At $3.2 million, Pete Rose was the highest paid. 1978. Oh, you know he wished he didn't play back then. 1983, the video arcade game NFL Football was unveiled in Chicago. It was the first video arcade game to be licensed by the National Football League. 
1995, Dan Marino of the Miami Dolphins, he passed for 300 yards in a game for the 52nd time. That set an NFL record. And then in 2000, Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz, he moved past Wilt Chamberlain into second place on the NBA's all-time scoring list. And that rounds out your Wednesday Wikipedia for December the 5th. And that is going to round out the show for tonight. So shout out to each and every one of you who tuned in um, on in the chat room. Shout out to everybody who tuned in on Facebook Live. I will definitely get to you. Uh, Tehran, I see you. Keisha, Natasha, Pete, Baron, Marvin, Gary, Shane, and Mac. Thank each one of y'all for tuning in to the show tonight. I truly, truly appreciate it. Baron told me don't go for the Giants because they're going to crush my heart. Well, you know, it ain't like my heart ain't already crushed, but I'm a 49ers. Shout out to um, people celebrating a birthday tonight. Walt Disney. Did you know that Walt Disney was really a man? And he died in 1966. Uh, today was his birthday, though. Lauren London turns 34. Carrie Hilson. I'm sorry, Carrie Wilson. No, Carrie Hilson. Turns 36. Wrote that down wrong. Little Richard. Doody Fruity turns 86. Josh Smith, uh, formerly of the um, Hawks, turns 33. Paula Patton turns 44. And Michelle Lay, we played her a little bit earlier, she turns 48. So shout out to all of them. Of course, to my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley himself, Marlon. Shout out to you. Shout out to Ron Bo of Ron Bo Sports. Did an interview with him um, over the two weeks that, that we were gone, so I uh, can't wait to get that poster for everybody to see. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mara, Didi, Jackie, and Brianna. Um, definitely want to give a great big shout out to Terry having a birthday this coming uh, this coming Tuesday. So shout out to her. Uh, I want to give um, my condolences. Please uh, keep um, my friend uh, Giovanna Tillis um, and her family uh, and her family in your prayers. Uh, she will be burying her father this coming Saturday. So um, definitely want to pass my condolences and my prayers and my love. I love you, Giovanna, and um, you know just uh, wishing you and your family, um, you know, just um, peace. At this time Of course Ain't Lou For bringing the strength Once again If you missed Lucinda's lyrics tonight I'm telling you You have got to go back And check it out Because I know I will be doing it She brought the doggone thing Of course Great big shout out To uh, Janelle And of course To Terry For rounding out uh, The awesome foursome And again Happy happy birthday um, to you, Terry. Shout out to my daddy Lawrence Jackson To my brother D'Angelo Jackson And by no means I always say it Last But by no means least to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for everything you do. All right, now, so we're going to be back next Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join me, 347-826-7924, or uh, hit me up, LLSports2, I'm sorry, blogtalkradio.com forward slash LLSports2, or hit me up live on Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson is my name. All right, y'all. So we're just going to go just a little bit over, just a little bit. But it is now time for TJ's Motivational Moment. Intuition, instinct, gut feeling, common sense. We all have these. We all rely on them from time to time. And at one point or another, we have chosen to ignore them. It doesn't matter if you are male or female. But as females, we all know that we possess that little inner voice we all know as female intuition. You always hear that when two people initially meet, they are meeting each other's representatives. And to a certain degree, that is true. You see, when you're younger, you may fabricate a few things, leave out some other things, and choose to not share specific things. 
But as you grow older, you realize that who you are is who you are going to be, or at least you should. Not to say that you can't compromise, not to say that you can't or won't change some behaviors or some tendencies because we are all a work in progress. But for the most part, after the age of 40, you're starting to become really set in your ways. However, it doesn't matter if you are 24, 34, or 54. If you are a female with a man that raises his hand to hit you, or if that man displays any type of physical abuse, that, my dear, is domestic violence. And at that moment, you have two choices, to leave or to stay. If you are with a, if you are with a man who is trying to change you, not asking you to change certain habits, but trying to change you, your personality, your character, the core of what makes you you. That, my dear, is control. And again, choices, to leave or to stay. This is not a one-way street. Women and men alike can be physically and or emotionally abused. Now, I'm not saying it's as easy as packing up your things and leaving the very next day, although sometimes it may be. But what I am saying is that at that very moment the relationship turns violent, You have to ask yourself, am I going to give this person another opportunity to abuse me? You see, I've never heard of an instance where someone just wakes up out of the blue one day and becomes violent. Now, emotional abuse can build over time, but what you must know is yourself. You have to know that if someone is trying to change you to suit their needs, their wants, or trying to suffocate you to quench their insecurities, You have to recognize the change within yourself and ask, am I going to continue to allow this person to try and control me? There are signs, there are behaviors, there are actions. They are called red flags. If your intuition is telling you this is a pattern, listen. If your gut is telling you to walk away, run. If the writing is on the wall, read. We only have one life. And each and every one deserves to be happy and to live their best life. Sometimes that means feeling uneasy. Sometimes you have to be alone. But all the time you have to put yourself first. You are treated only how you allow people to treat you. You only receive the level of respect that you demand. And you must first love yourself. Remember, your mate is supposed to compliment you because no one but you and God can complete you. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Until uh, Y'all enjoy the rest of your week. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the rest of football. I'm telling you, these next four weeks are going to be absolutely amazing. And until next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves. But most of all, y'all be blessed. Bye-bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.